The Mac or oh, the Macam seventy three show that we mm. having the seventy three on would be nice. So. Hello and welcome to another live stream from me and the Macam. We've got Jacob Aviard on the camera. You've got DJ Earth in the background off his camera, who's also streaming on his channel. Both their bouts are in the bio bit in my uh, YouTube channel. Welcome to the Macam Show podcast episode two as well. Uh, we are officially on Spotify with this show as well. Uh, it's actually quite <laughs> exciting to be on there. I don't know what's going to happen, but um, yeah, all these Friday night footballs will essentially be on uh, Spotify as well as YouTube after the fact. So um, that's going to be cool as fuck. We do have one game in the championship that's happening right now. Um, it's about half an hour into it, and QPR are 2 0 down to Birmingham City, which I don't think many people had on the cards. But that aside, what we had in plan for this show was one to talk about our previous result against Burnley, which saw Sunderland lose 4 2, which you can see in the, the stats basically when we scored, made, who made the subs, which cards, all of that's directly below me in the video. Um, but also our game ahead. We've got Luton tomorrow, 3 o'clock, which we'll be doing a watch-along live stream on my YouTube for. And, yeah, exciting times. But first, let's talk about the Burnley game. Jacob, do you want to use a couple of minutes while DJ's sorting himself out to express your <laughs> feelings around the Burnley game? Uh, it, it was just... I mean, first half we were we were good and and I thought maybe we could today could be a day to get a good win especially against a team that's been in the Prem not long since but then mm -hmm. second half we seemed to have dropped off a bit and then from especially from a winning position it was really just oh, just disappointing especially from a winning position to lose 4-2 against Burnley yeah, they're pretty much the same same as me. It was a till of two halves, wasn't it, really? You had the first half where we were fantastic, looked like we were doing absolutely everything right. Clearly, nothing real of substance was said at half-time because Burnley needed to switch into gear. They got a rollicking from company, I'm guessing. Um, and us saying continue, keep going as you're going, lads, didn't really work. Clearly, the proof is in the pudding. And as soon as they got their first goal in the six, min six minutes into the second half, our heads just dropped and we didn't know what to do with the ball at any point after that. So we weren't the only team to lose 4-2 on the weekend, by the way. Uh, there was two, two other 4-2 games, but I think we lost it in the most embarrassing form because having that 2-0 lead, 45 minutes from three points... The other two teams were never actually in the game. They just snatched a goal here and there. Um, is that more disappointing than the other way around? If we were just if they scored scored two, we scored one. They scored another two, we scored one. Do you think that would have been a better defeat if there is such a thing? Yeah. So it's like so you mean like if we so if they scored and then we scored and then like that. Yeah. So obviously a defeat's disappointing regardless, mate. Right? You, you I think there's no 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 two ways about it. I think it's because we were so far ahead of them in that first forty five yeah. minutes that that defeat feels like an absolute gut wrench. 
whereas the other ones were a bit of a slow bleed. This one's just a full-on like gutting of our team. Yeah. So do, do you... yeah. <laughs> I'd agree with that. I'd, I'd have been Can more... you leave us no lads? All right, welcome, yeah. DJ, mate. Yeah, we're just, we're just, we're just, hello, mate. We're just um, giving our thoughts and feelings around the 4 2 loss against Burnley. And hello, yeah, uh, Dov, in the chat. Yeah, of course, okay. I would, I'd be less disappointed with, say, if I think we're Burnley 1 0, then us 1 1, and then them 2, then 2 1 Burnley, yeah. then 2 2. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, like that, what happened. Yeah. I wouldn't have been as happy with that, but with how the game went, I was just oh, or angry. But I can't we can't forget that Burnley were in the Premier League not long since, and I think they've still got some Premier League players in that team. So they were they've got a Premier League. But you know, yeah. Well, they've got a lot. Like the they've got a lot of Premier League coaches still in their in their books. They've also got obviously Vincent Company, who's been there, done that at Champions League level. So. He knows what he's talking about when he when it's against. I wouldn't say us as being lesser teams at the minute, but we are below the quality level that Burnley have. I think that's that was abundant in that second half. DJ, I, I'm conscious you can now <laughs> hear hear us. What yeah, we your, what we what were your thoughts on the on the Burnley game? Um, <clears throat> just beaten by quality and strength by the end. Um, good first half shown by Sunland. I mean, you know, they've come. They've got the likes of Rodriguez coming on the bench, and that they're, they're just a, they're just a really good, strong, solid outfit. Um, too much for Sunland at the end of the day. I don't think Sunland were were awful. I just thought um, they just attacked the punch in the second half. We couldn't handle them. Why didn't they come out of the gates like that in the first minute, though? I don't know. It, it's just like it's it's like with us in week in week out when weekend week out. It's just like we just seem to be a, a one half team. Um, I just thought I don't know what causes it. It's, I mean, they made a change, didn't they? They at half time, players, yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. A lot of Burnley fans were saying like, "Oh, they need to get that player off. He's not doing um, any good at all." And that was that was the changing point. I mean, you know, to, to get a goal so early on in the second half um, was was the game changer without a shadow of a doubt. It was did a gut wrench. Did our heads drop? I, I don't know if our heads so much drop. Might have done a little bit, but. Um, you know the, the the quality they've got up front compared to what we had on the day, um, we're just no match for them. If the second half, we just looked like deers in the headlights. The our entire team just were completely baffled. Um, I, I wasn't. There would have been a different outcome if if the longer it's we'd have kept a clean sheet in the second half, mm -hmm. we would have seen a completely different outcome. But I think them pulling a goal back so early on, like you just said, like a, a deal in the headlights had just totally stunned Sunland and I thought like it just it just collapsed after that, didn't it? Pretty much, mate. We we didn't look in it at all in that second half. I we think didn't we looked like a patch in the, from that first half, did we? A total total different side altogether. Yep. Um so well to be fair, so were Burnley. I was um I don't know if you heard or not, but I was just saying to Jacob, there was we weren't the only team to lose four two over the weekend. Um, I just think we lost in the most embarrassing and disappointing way because the other two teams were never really in their games that lost 4-2. But we were. Having having that leading position and a two-goal cushion, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 feels, it feels raw. But um, we, we, can, we can 
talk about the ifs, what's and buts about the game, but ultimately we, we lost it because we weren't the better team on the night. Um, but the team that we're playing tomorrow, Luton Town, um, they also lost last weekend. They lost quite emphatically 4-0 on this Sunday. What do you fancy to our chances against a team like Luton, especially the way they're currently performing? Bear in mind, they are ninth, but they have just suffered that horrible defeat. I, I have no idea. Carry on, fella. Carry on. <laughs> no, no, sorry. You go first, DJ. No, no, I insist you go first. Uh, go on, mm. Jacob. Yeah, it would be defeat for Luton one. It's so uh, it's it's going to haunt them, I think, quite a bit. That, and I hope we take advantage of that and not. And I don't want a first, you know, two halves like Burnley. I don't want that. I just. I want us to be full guns blazing, both halves. We can't keep doing that every season, having a game of two halves. Um, just just so you're aware, I don't know if it's because they're the home team or our current run of form, but Luton are the bookies' favourites to win tomorrow. Um, uh, DJ, what were you saying? Yeah, I do. I do fancy Luton against Sunderland. It's, I just. Um... I mean, I'm hope, hope I'm wrong, but I do. I just think with that, with our current setup at the moment, with players out, I just think Luton will just have have the, have the quality at, at the end of the at the end of the day, and I think it'll be might could be quite an uncomfortable afternoon for Sunderland tomorrow. The only thing that concerns me is the fact, like you know, we're only four points off the drop zone, mm-hmm. and um, only one win in seven. If it is only going to be one win in eight, then is the pressure going to start turning up for Tony Mowbray? Ah. Uh, I think I heard, I think it was on the Roker Rapport, um, basically people saying chop and change the gaffer if he does continue this run of form. Um, I think that's a little bit unfair to the situation that he's been thrown into, to be honest. If we're playing two strikers up front and both of them are out injured, if he hasn't got the resource, like the players who actually play that position... Is no, no, that no. is that his fault? Is that his fault? So I think if he if he pushes for more strikes in the transfer window and it still doesn't work out, then I think I'd be on the board with Tony Mowbray's not doing the best he can. But he's he's thrown kids on that haven't really had a lot of game time. He's putting people out of position all the time because he's he's forced to. Ellis Sims should be fit for this game. He was in training for the last two weeks. Um he looks like he can. Um, it looks like he can keep up with the lads now, especially in um, the last um, press release from Sunderland. So he might be match fit for this game. Not hundred percent sure, but um, yeah, I, I can't be on the I can't be on the bandwagon of get Tony Mowbray out if he continues this poor form because the circumstances yeah. are pretty pretty dire to begin with. Yeah, yeah. He, he does. He does need it. Well, at least have Sims and Stewart back and sit and see what goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I think that would be the fairer approach from from Sunderland fans. But there's only so long we can we can keep dropping down. Luckily, I think we're fortunate that there is at least four teams worse off than us, even if they were performing on their best on their day. Huddersfield, West Brom, Middlesbrough, and Cardiff have been playing absolutely boring crap football, defensively leaky. Middlesbrough did get that win the other week, but um, beyond that, they haven't really shown much of character over the last two months. 
we just we just we just need to be, need to be careful. I mean, I think a point will be a good result tomorrow, um, but we just can't get we can't get like too many too many defeats. I mean, we were fortunate Stoke lost against um, you know Coventry and that like. Mm -hmm. You know, we just we just need to ride out the storm of you know getting getting our players back. And don't forget the January transfer window is really just around the corner. It's not that far away, is it? Well, no, I was looking at our upcoming fixtures and obviously the World Cup break comes into play after four, our next four games. So we do have quite a, a good cushion of time to look at recruitment before we make any signings on in the January transfer. Um, obviously, I think the, the fan base is absolutely crying out for a, new, a, a third striker, even if they don't get a lot of game time. Um. So yeah, uh, what's our fixtures before the World Cup break? You've got um, obviously Luton Town tomorrow. Then in yeah. no November it's Huddersfield, which we should be winning. Cardiff, which we should be winning, and Birmingham City, which I think might be a closer fight than I think most people are expecting. Because like I said a couple of seconds ago, Huddersfield and Cardiff have had a woeful season so far, and we don't want to be the team that helps them back into recovery. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit of a ramble, but what do you reckon, Jacob? What's what's our go-to? Um, I'd say right for Luton. I won't be too disappointed with the draw, but I would like to get back to winning ways. Huddersfield, definitely, I'd want to win that. Cardiff, yes, and then is it Birmingham after Cardiff? Yeah, Birmingham on uh, the uh, Remembrance um, Friday, I think. Birmingham are actually tuning it up against on-form QPR at the minute. Exactly. They, 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 call, they come out with some absolutely random results here and there. Like they, like the Burnley game, they drew 1-1 against Burnley the other week. Nothing happened for about 70 minutes. Burnley scored and then just went, ah, oh, that's what you need to do. <laughs> Walk up and end up equalising like in the 85th minute. It was just, Birmingham are a surprise team for a lot of people because they don't play normal football they just turn up when they want it's a funny league like the championship ten, isn't it I mean in those games 10 points it is it is a funny league I mean there's not there's only a, a very small handful of teams that are consistently winning or picking up good points but the, when you look at the rest of them everybody's beating each other the mm -hmm. you know they're all about all beatable to be honest with you yeah, mate, like two, three weeks ago, we were saying uh, Sheffield United and Norwich are going to run away with the league, but now they're fifth and seventh. It's, <laughs> it's it's a really weird league. Burnley, QPR and Blackburn are the top three teams at the minute, and they look comfortable with where they're at. But all it takes is that World Cup break to break the momentum, and they're falling down the table like Sheffield and Norwich are. It's too tight. I think this, this, this league could go right down to the wire, and now we're concern or my concern at least is just making sure that we don't have a long run of unbeaten uh, un, uh, games without picking up enough points or points where we should be uh we should be winning it's you got to bear in mind it's only been two games two games on the bounce that we've lost it's not like the worst run of form no it's not like we're worst form in championship at all far from that we're in the we're definitely in the bottom half though. Um so yeah, if if Sims is confirmed as being back and fit tomorrow, do you think our chances jump up massively or do you think it's gonna be a, a couple of weeks before, even if Sims does come back fit before that actually having the the out and out striker is gonna 
come good. Well, if 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 it's the same as the last two or three games he played, then he was going to make any difference at all. But if it's the same as when he first arrived, the first few games, then yeah, absolutely. So it's uh, it okay. depends what type of sims turn up. Have you seen anything? Heard anything um, online about what he what's likely to happen with him? Because I know he obviously he was in that training, looked good, but also has any fans said quiet. anything? <clears throat> Very quiet. I'm just going to go on social media now and have a look on um, one of one of the sites and I'd, see what. I'd start in what's... tomorrow. I'd start in. Yeah. So the, the the tweet I'm referring to is um, directly from Sunderland. Um, and then it's a he's back with the love heart eye emoji, and then a then literally an eleven minutes of Ella Sims just training and kicking the ball and playing playing with playing with the rest of the rest of the team. He looks like he's match fit again. Um, Hopefully, well, it'd like be Sims from a Bristol game and not from like Reading or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It's it's a it's a strange situation for us to be in. If we do have a dedicated striker back, then you know what? Finally, thank thank God for that. Um, welcome, Elliot. By the way, I think people have been harsh on Sims. There's a lot of pressure on strikers here. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm moderate on the Sims thing, and I don't. I'd probably agree with that. It's. Uh, we uh, we're a very we're a very volatile fan base. We are. It's it's as simple as that. We don't. We're very emotional. We we jump to an opinion and we stick to it. Um, no other club does that. I don't think any other fans of any other club would do that. I, I, no, I wouldn't say we're that unique. I I would say it's just it, it just feels a little bit more um, close to the bone when it comes to Sunderland. Um, I think Newcastle do it as well. Um, yeah, Arsenal. I think it, I, I, the 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 philosophy I, I think of it as is more. We come from a place of passion when it comes to those kind of the critiques. We're not just outright bashing a player because we don't like them. We we're outright bashing a player's poor performance because they're not putting that or we're not seeing what we we classes like that pull, pulling your heart out for the lads and and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't come across sometimes with Sims. Maybe that's just how his character is. Yeah. But now that we've had like eight games, nine games without him, yeah, I think let the let the critics just simmer down for a couple of games and let them get back into match fitness, get get some goals in for us, some first time finishes. You're forgetting he did some really brilliant passes for Stewart as well. Um. Or yeah. some Leon passes. So he's if he's not scoring them directly, he's putting people in for a clear cut goal chance. Forward, didn't he? Yeah, he's a pro he's a proper number nine. Um, yeah. well, I can't look at Facebook at the moment. I think Facebook's down. Ever yeah. since Elon Musk's Elon Musk bought Twitter, there's, there's <laughs> Facebook's never been right since. <laughs> it's so, only been three hours, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what 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 are your thoughts on Sims then? Um. DJ, what's your thoughts on Sims? Well, whether he's playing. Yeah, if he's playing, if he's playing today, what are your thoughts? Um, he needs to come off off the bench. I think, and I think he needs to come on. Um, second half, I wouldn't bring him on for the full game. He's been it's because he's been out a while. Um, I would definitely 
bring him on as a substitute in the, in the okay. second half, depending on obviously what the scoreline is. If we're like four nil down, and it's it's, it, it's pretty, pretty pointless in it. But if it's like if close nil nil or one nil to Luton, then mm-hmm. I think he, it could be a good sub to bring on in the, in the 60th minute or something. So am I right in thinking you he you're thinking he could be an impact player for this game, and not a um, a system to put in place. So who, would you start the same two up front as we did against um, Burnley then? Yeah, I thought we did all right against Burnley, to be honest with you, the, 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 the beginning of it, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you do need to put a huge caveat on that one. Um, yeah. At the, at the beginning is where we, where we, um, we excelled. <sighs> so... Um... I just think we need to strengthen up mentally. You know, I think like we felt a bit sorry for ourselves on when they scored their first goal straight on in the second half. You know, we, we, we should have angered Sunderland. We should have come out with some fight and we should have said, no, no, you're not. Instead of just like, you know, our arseholes falling at the bottom of our shorts. It was, it, was a, it was a pathetic collapse, to be honest with you. And it cannot really happen again. Yeah, that's really well put. Um, do you think there's a lack, like you said with mentality, do you think there's a lack of maturity in the squad as well? Because we are quite a young outfit. We're, one, we're I think we're the second youngest team um, that's been put out last weekend of the league. Absolutely. And it was actually said on Five Live um, through the through midweek that the fact like there's a lot of kids in playing for Sunderland and compared to that Burnley side, you know, there was a lot of a lot of experience again, I guess non experienced players um on that on Saturday are gone. Um, you know, but this is all gonna help the young lads for Sunderland. This is all part and parcel of the experience and mentally and physically getting them prepared for it and that like you know and it's it it is a step up for a lot of them players from the division one mm-hmm. to the to the championship so if anything it could actually be a good thing for them mm-hmm. on, on that experience and maturity point i think there's one player that that does kind of break the mold in that and that's Jason bennett he he's obviously got the experience internationally he's one of the few players at our club that has played against other nations and he's bagged goals for his national team. That maturity in him, although he hasn't got like the long experience of hundreds of games under his belt, he's still got the quality and the the experience and the maturity in him to keep a calm, level head. So, do you look to people like Jules and Bennett with the younger lads as like a se- a semi captain? Because obviously Corey Evans was captain, but do you look to the other the other youth? Look to their mates, I guess. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, it's a, it's a str- it's a strange some proposition, got, isn't it? Some of our players have still got acne, haven't they? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't want to go there. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. It's it's a it's a thing that we need to just settle our settle ourselves into, um, not not drop our heads too much and roll with the punches. We are going to <laughs> we are going to get games where we get beat, um, especially against the better quality teams. If you look at who we've been, yeah. If you look at who we've been beat by, every one of them is in the top. Um, so that's not a 
apart from Middlesbrough, obviously. But yeah, it's not like a worrying sign, really, is it? No, if a lot of you are losing to her, like. Well, we've lost six times, haven't we? We've lost to Burnley, Blackburn, Blackburn, sorry, Swansea, Sheffield United, Norwich. They're all they're in the top seven, all of them, and the other team, obviously Middlesbrough. But that's just that one. That was a bit of a blip. That one. That that yeah. was um, man were out, and if Stewart was not injured, we'd have won that game. Mm. So, I, I, I don't think get too don't get too carried away, Sonnen, but also just. Try and try and reset when we do have upsets like that. Build up from it. Yeah. Um, so Jacob, can you just are you able to just test on just test go on Facebook to see if it's down? Apparently, it's getting reports that there's an outage all over the country. I just want to double check it's not my end. If you can't, then it's fair enough because you're on stream. And I don't know if you. Yeah. I'm just trying to re find some social media. What's going on? But uh, I'm just not getting access anywhere. I like your social media in general or just Facebook. Facebook, yeah. It's just like nothing's loading up at all. But... Hey, stream's looking, stream's looking good. I like the Halloween picture you got up there, DJ. Um... <laughs> yeah, that, is that DJ's back garden? It's my bedroom. <laughs> I like the star. I like the another one in bang in the middle with the stars for the nose. Yeah. I like that and one. If look, and if you look carefully, the with that like hooded person at the back, that's the missus. Ah, no, I can put a fake name to the face now, or face to the name. And then pumpkins your kids then, DJ. They all you. Uh, Absolutely. You've got a house full of bloody pumpkins. Right. Uh, right. Shall we Shall we do the, the good old usual predictions for the upcoming matches? We can We can, um, we can. can go through them. So, obviously, the Birmingham City QPR game is currently 2-0 to, to Birmingham City. But what is your predictions before going into the game? I said two one QPR, but that's I'm not. I'm yeah. not going to get it. You know? So did I, mate. <laughs> I don't think I did any predictions. No. Do, do you want to go through? Do you want to make some up now then? Because obviously there's only that QPR one that we're um we're currently under. You've got the rest of the eleven games still to go through. Well, so, I, I'm going to go for I'm going to go for a QPR comeback second half. So I'm going to go for two two full time on this one. Oh, okay. That's really interesting. That would be that would be a good entertaining game to watch. Yeah, I, I think Birmingham are going to, it's similar to what Sunderland are. They've had a superb first half, but I think um, QPR will uh, turn the gas mark up. <laughs> we'll turn up the heat. God, yeah. Um, I like that, mate. Um, not not a bad, not a bad little shout there. We then have obviously because we we know how the game's going. Rather than spoiling how that game's going, um, we'll keep an eye on it for tomorrow's live stream. See how that went. But the early kickoffs for tomorrow is Bristol City against Swansea City. For me, I've went for a 1-1 draw, mainly because Swansea don't travel away from home all that well, but Bristol have had a rocky couple of weeks. And yeah, I just see these two locking heads. So yeah, I've went for a 1-1 draw. I said 2-0 Swansea. I mean, I think, yeah, Bristol have been struggling and not a bad side, Swansea, but it could... the championship, we can't predict. Well, that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> I know. You can't. It's, it is the championship. It could go either way. So yeah. I'd go for two Swansea because they're not a bad team, though, Swansea, to be fair. No, no, they showed how good they are against us. Um, oh, yeah. DJ, what are you saying for the Bristol City Swansea game? Um. 
I'm gonna go Swansea two and out. Oh, same as Jacob. What right. is what? What's your what's your reasons for that, mate? Um, I don't know. I just I just fancy them. I just think they've not had a bad season. I just think they're a good side. Bristol oh. City hit and miss at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Um. Then it's West Bromwich Albion against Sheffield United. I think we all know how poorly West Brom are performing at the minute. We're having a little bit of a, a chuckle because we've been there. Um, we know what that kind of horrific period is like. And I think they're, they're going to struggle for the majority of the season now. Even with the quality of players that they've got, they're just not gelling as a team. I went for a 3-0 away win to Sheffield United. Mainly because of how poor West Brom are, not because of how good Sheffield United are. What did you go for, Jacob? Three one Sheffield United, and same same reason as you, pretty much. To be fair, it's West Brom have just been really struggling, and they are. They, I think they might start getting better again now, Sheffield United, because I think they've had a bit of a rocky bit part period, but now I think I think they'll start. Going back to where they were, you know, towards the beginning of the season. Mm. So, okay, yeah, fair enough, buddy. And what about you, DJ? What are you saying? I'm gonna go West Brom three nil. Oh, okay. Any particular reason? Yeah, I, I, I just think Sheffield United now, like they've gone one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, without a win, um, three defeats and three draws, um, and um, I think just the, the heads have uh, dropped. And I think, obviously, with West Brom getting rid of um, cabbage patch doll, I think, I think we'll see a win for West Brom. You know. Okay, that's an interesting take on it. Um, time will tell. That's a twelve thirty kickoff. Uh, then I think all of the rest of the games are three o'clock on Saturday, so we start off alphabetically. Burnley versus Reading. For me, I just think that these two teams are really quality. Um, the Burnley Norwich game is what kind of momentum I think they're going to go with. So not as free flowing as they were against Sunderland, but uh, yeah, so, uh, I just think. They're two quality teams. It'll be separated by one moment, if any. So I've gone for a nil-nil draw. I went for a three-nil Burnley win. They've been doing well at Burnley, and I think I think it is a tough place to go. Is Turf Moor, so. <laughs> and I'm not saying Reading are bad, but I just think nah, tomorrow won't be Reading's day. Tomorrow. Well, Reading of uh, Reading are currently sat in eighth, I believe, with eight wins. Um, yeah. very much like Blackburn either win or lose very occasionally I think they've had one draw so far this season and yeah I think defensively they are a little bit more vulnerable than Burnley are so yeah fair point what about you DJ what are you saying Burnley Reading yeah I think uh, Burnley uh, they're, they're on fire at the minute I do think um, not as much as Will Grigg by the way but I think <laughs> I think they're on form at the moment I can't see anything more than a 3-1 Burnley win to be honest with you Okay, fair enough. I like I like that one. Um, I don't think Reading fans will, but that oh well. <laughs> fans, but honestly, he's got them. He's got them playing well. He's got them organised well as uh, Vincent Vincent Company. And um, yeah, I, I, to me, I think I think they're going to be champions. To be honest with you, I, I do think Burnley are going to do it. We've we've 
we've juggled around with who's going to be champions a couple of times. I still think Sheffield United are in with a shout for that title, but they do need to pick up very, very soon. Um, I'd like yeah. to see Blackburn versus Burnley at Wembley, you know, for playoffs. I'd like to see Blackburn and Burnley in the playoff final. That'd be good. I can't. I can't even think that far ahead, mate. To be honest, uh, I'm just glad that Nor uh, Nottingham are still in this league because I think they would they would have trounced it this year. Um, yeah. Anyways, the next game is Cardiff City against Rotherham. For me, I've went with the home team purely because they are the home team uh, and a two-one win at that. Rotherham have had a couple of shocking games in a row. Um, still above us it's a really strange one to be in um i'd much rather be in rotherham situation than ours even though they've i don't know they've, they've picked up two more draws than us that's essentially the difference between us and our fellow promoted teams uh, i don't know i just i just think the home team will get the advantage in this one no no more no more real reason beyond that what have you said jake 1-0 rotherham they don't, they don't concede a lot, the Cardiff, but and they don't score a lot. But I think Rotherham will go start picking up more free, more pot wins now. So I think mm -hmm. tomorrow is going to be the day where they start bouncing back. And they are a good side, Rotherham, to be fair. Yeah, they're, they're, in, they're just in the top half of the league. Uh, what are you saying, DJ? I'm going to go for a 1 1 draw for this one. Okay. Do you think that they're, they're, they're that close? Um, I don't know. I just don't think it's an exciting game. I think it'll be if you if you watch that game, I was on the verge of saying nil nil. I just think it's got the perfect ingredients to be fall asleep. <laughs> You're falling asleep just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nil nil written all over it. Okay. Do you want me to change that to a nil-nil then for you? No, 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 no. I was saying one nil Robert. No, I'm saying to DJ. Do you want uh, that to be nil-nil uh, or one one? Yeah, go on, take it for nil-nil, um, but okay. if, if it if it is one one, I'll uh, want compensation, so nil-nil. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you get you get that. Um <laughs> I, I kinda I kinda agree with that though, you know. They do seem like a team that's got barely any goals in the game. Even though I said there's gonna be three. Oh well. Uh, next one is Coventry City against Blackpool. Um, I just think Blackpool will park the bus like they did against us for the majority of the game. Coventry have come on strong in the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think they will leap out of the bottom three with a 1-0 win uh, tomorrow. What are you saying, Jacob? 2-1 Coventry. They are. I think they're starting to pick up more points now, Coventry, and they are quite a physical side. And Blackpool can be a bit. I think they're a bit of a funny team, Blackpool. They're somewhat similar to Blackburn in a way. Like win lose, win lose maybe, or some draws here and there. But I think no, I think Coventry's going to win it. Okay. The um just just in the interim, the second half of the Birmingham Coventry game has just got underway, so we'll see in about forty five minutes who ends up winning that one. Uh, yeah. DJ, what are you saying for Coventry Blackpool? Um, I think um, 
commentary I've always said all along this you know the bottom well they've been bottom because they've had the game as a postponement and that but I think that when they played us I always look how they did look a very big strong outfit you know so I'm gonna go for a a 2-0 Coventry win they were decent side they, they won't be anywhere near the bottom end of the season it will match the Stoke result on the weekend as well as to be fair that game I don't know if you watched the highlights or read any of the reports but basically nothing happened in this in the first half Stoke were looking to keep that as a a point gained rather than um, two points lost even though they were at home it, it was just a really strange thing to, to watch so yeah the physicality of Coventry is something to be watched out for um, going forward and they could potentially leave Fragos uh, at some point I just hope it's not this season <laughs> um, mm -hmm. next next game is Huddersfield Town versus Millwall um, I think just Huddersfield are very woeful they might pull out an amazing shock result here but I doubt it uh, I've just gone for a 3-0 away win Um Millwall are going to outclass them in every every area of the pitch. Maybe the only difference, I think, the only difference might be down the left flank. But um, yeah, I don't think Huddersfield are very very aware or capable of of doing that consistently throughout the ninety. So yeah, three nil. Jacob, uh, I say three nil Millwall. Yeah, so same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're just not on good form, Huddersfield, and yeah, I think they're going to get destroyed by the Lions at Huddersfield. <laughs> I always forget what they're it. I always think they're called the Chocolate because <laughs> they've got that. Oh yeah, Whiskey Chocolate as a sponsor. Yeah. Oh, Mike, welcome. Be, be careful. What? No, no. That's they've got a chocolate brand as their sponsor. Uh, Mike, welcome along. I'm setting home with COVID. Knock me for six. Oh shit! Sorry to hear that, mate. I hope you get better soon. Yeah, get well, get, get well, well soon. Get well soon. Get well soon. Um, yes. Let's let's crack on. DJ Huddersfield Millwall. Um, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> go. I think Huddersfield will get a goal, but I don't oh. think Millwall will come on top. So I think the Chocolatees will win four-one. <laughs> Are we giving them a new nickname now? The Chocolatiers. The only thing that's coming, the only thing that's coming on into my head now is now the South Park song. <laughs> How does it go? I've not. I, I'm not I, no, I don't want to do it. Just in case it gets picked up. <laughs> Terrible singing. But you can, uh, you can definitely do something with the saltiness, right? Hull versus Blackburn Rovers. I've gone for a Hull City win 2-1. Even though Blackburn are as strong as they are, they've picked up three wins on the bounce now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I, I think Blackburn will just might take this game for granted. Um, Hull being one of those 4-2 winners on the weekend as well will be quite chuffed and I don't know. They've got a bit of fight back in them, though. Like two, three weeks ago, they didn't look like they were going to do anything or much this season. So now I've seen it, I'll believe it. And yeah, two-one to the home team. Jacob, three-one Blackburn. The polar opposite reason. So what are we saying for that? I don't know. I just think they've been doing fairly decent recently at Blackburn and. 
I'm not saying, and I wouldn't say that Hull are bad, but I just think, nah, it's going to be a tough day, I think, for Hull, and I just don't think they'll be able to match Blackburn. So you think four, four wins on the bench for the uh, for the Rovers? Yeah. Okay. What about you, DJ? Yeah, I'm going to go 2-0 um, Blackburn Rovers. 2-0 Blackburn. Okay. I'm just going to interrupt our current flow because Mike's asked a question uh, around how f how close we are to the relegation zone. He says, four points off relegation. Are we worried, lads? At the minute, no. And the only reason I'm saying no is because we've had news that Ella Sims is back fit and he could be involved in the game on Saturday. So our, our striker issues that we've had for eight, nine games... Um, looks like it's coming to an end, and that's the main reason I'm saying no. Um, we'll see if he actually performs and we get loads of goals off him, but that excuse is now gone, and we're still outside of that bottom, that, that fight by four points. What about what about you, DJ? Are you worried about how close we are to the relegation zone? Um, oh. Well, yes and no. Yes, because literally... I care about Sunderland and I want to be away from, from that end of the table and um, I'd rather not be four points um, mm -hmm. away from the relegation zone but no because you know three reasons I think first reason players injured second reason there's, there is a lot of teams worse than us um, to be honest with you and I think that, you know the, the, the third reason being is we are we are too strong when we get our full squad back so mm -hmm. Yes, for current wise, but overall, no. I don't. I don't think we'll anywhere near going down. No. No, definitely not. I like the optimism. Uh, my answer, my, my answer is similar to DJ. It's like my no reason is the same as Am's yours and me. Yes, is sort of like <laughs> DJ's. Yeah, like passionate, and you don't want to see him go down again. But yeah, overall, I'd say nowhere near relegation at end of season. Perfect. Um, uh, Mike responded and just said, I "Hope he doesn't hurt his toe." <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that moves us perfectly on to the next prediction: um, Luton Town versus Sunderland. I've gone with a one-nil away win for the lads, mainly because I think we will match them in most areas of the pitch. We'll frustrate them. I don't think we'll park the bus, but we will rile them up we're, <laughs> we're taking up literally a fifth of their stadium um, with our fans I think our fans will be louder than them for the entire entire match yeah I, I'm just going for a, a KG 1-0 win Jacob 2-1 Sunland. 2-1 Sunland. and who, who who's getting the goals for you I think ooh. Pritchard and Sims. That's okay. if he starts. If he, if he doesn't start, then I'd say Pritchard and. Oh, you, you got to remember, you can come off the bench. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to score before then. Yeah. Is that is that both of your accounts, DJ? No, sorry. Are they both your accounts? One of them account. I've got another account. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Old school, hardcore, hard techno, and trance. That's yeah, that's, that's your account. That's, that's, that's okay, so, so you're not House of Commons on drugs. Good evening. No. <laughs> okay. House of Commons on drugs? 
great profile name, by the way. Um, what what are you saying? What are you saying for the Sunland result tomorrow? What are you thinking? I hope, obviously, you're hoping for a win. But what are you actually thinking? Uh, I just don't know. It's just what which mental Sunland turn up. I mean, will will they get the backlash of uh, our performance against Burnley or? Oh, we're still going to feel sorry for ourselves. Let's not forget Luton are a decent side. Mm-hmm. Um, oh dear. I'm going to I'm going to go for one one. Uh, yeah, like I think you said uh, before we started streaming, the point wouldn't be a bad result. Just welcome to um, Anth the Macam who's just popped into the channel. There, how are you doing, mate? I don't. Uh, I think he might be doing okay. Welcome along, Anth the Macam. Uh, Mike also chips in says Luton is Luton isn't that where we had the buses were made what isn't that where on the buses was made all oh, right is that a show uh, so let's hope we don't park the bus I have no idea I've uh, on I know the... that Luton's where the main hub have you heard of EasyJet the airline EasyJet I know that's where Big Brother was set Big, you know the Big Brother warehouse I know it was in in Luton. Um, Luton is the hub, main hub for EasyJet Airline, and it's where Stacey Dooley is from. Uh, that's why they've got a shit football team. <laughs> they're better than us at the minute, in the league table at least. We'll see tomorrow if they're actually better than us on the pitch. Sitting rooms, sitting rooms and gardens to get into the ground. I tiger. Uh, that if the, they were close to going up last season, weren't they as well? So you've got to remember they. They do have quality players within their team that we need to be worried about. But just I remember I'm saying they wouldn't have matched the standards for the Premier League, which stadium they'd have had to... They'd have to rebuild a new stadium or a stadium shared with somebody else. Potentially <laughs> Crystal Palace. Um, right, the next game, I've gone for Norwich City versus Stoke City with a Norwich City 4-0 win because Norwich City are just a mile above where Stoke City are at. But under Alex Neal, he likes to pull out good performances against big teams. So it could quite quite easily be like a 1-0 away win for Stoke. But I can't see that really happening. So, yeah, 4-0 to Norwich. What about you, Jacob? 3-0 Norwich. Uh, 3-0. You've changed your mind. You've changed your mind. Okay, fair enough. Same reason? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, did you hear the Sunderland fans chanting about Alex Neal? <laughs> DJ definitely did. In the Birmingham QPR game at the moment, I don't know what's going on in the Birmingham ground, but there's like, you know, when, when the pandemic was on and we're watching like the covers all over the seats, there's nobody in. That's oh, what yeah. the grounds like. That's what the ground's like at the minute. So the, are, are they getting are they getting groundwork done or something? No, no, no. The stadium's been like that for for ages, mate. Unless they're in the Premier League, they don't sell out. It's Never. Bad, it is pretty bad. Consider the bigger team in Birmingham, the most supported team, I should say, is definitely Villa. Birmingham City is for like. They've literally got a whole stand. Most of the ground is literally covered with them tarpaulin on the seats. It's terrible. Yeah, that, that that's that, that's pretty standard, mate. It's been like that for years. Uh, am I supposed to be on a plane? No, next month. November to December, Mike. Uh, but yes, what, what's your prediction for the Norwich game, DJ? Sorry, I forgot. 
Stoke Stoke City 2-0 on Norwich City. Stoke City 2-0. Oh. Why? Um, I just think Alex Neil with the blip against Coventry, and he'll have them up for the big games, and I just think it's... I do. I think he'll have them up for it. Okay. You know, you know what he's like as a manager, and... Uh, um, yeah, Joseph Burns, he's just said uh, I won't expect a draw but I will expect a win tomorrow that's our result welcome Joseph but yeah I'm going to go for a 2-0 Stoke Stoke City okay fair enough we'll see which one happens at the end of the 90 tomorrow uh, then uh, second last game is Preston North End against the Smoggies at Preston, I've gone for a Preston 1-0 win just to get back to their normality of barely scoring any goals in any games. Um, I don't know, Middlesbrough have been... Other than that 4-1 yeah, other than that win, that a bit of anomaly, it's not been brilliant for them this season. Um, away from home, they're really, really quite poor. But yeah, 1-0, Preston North End. My Tiger. Jacob? 2-1 Preston. I just think, yeah. I mean, yeah, they do don't score a lot, Preston, but I just think they want to, like you said, it's pretty much the same as you, really. Mm-hmm. Back on for Preston. Back on Preston. Uh, Joseph in um, DJ's chat says, tomorrow I won't, ex- won't expect a draw, but I'll expect a win. Tomorrow's, tomorrow's result's going to be interesting. Either way for... Summer's perspective because if we do win, we could be in the uh, top eight, I believe. Um, yes, DJ, what are you saying for the Preston Middlesbrough game? Um, Preston one, Middlesbrough three. You expect the Smuggies to score three away from home. <laughs> Any particular reason? I don't think they've done that for about that, I, 40 I, I, games. I, I just think they like that though. Middlesbrough, they'll just like. Just as you're laughing at riddles, you say, ha ha, they're going down the struggle and they come up with a win. Uh, Joseph Billings says, uh, DJ, don't be stupid. I don't know what that's over like, but I am stupid anyway, so he's <laughs> right. I'm proud of it. So. <laughs> but yeah, I think Jay, I think Middlesbrough just, uh, just like that. They're just, just as you think they're in trouble, oh, they'll pop up with a win. So I think tomorrow will be it. Tomorrow will be it. They'll, they'll pull themselves a little bit clearer from that bottom three. Fair. Um, then the final game of the weekend is Wigan Athletic. Hosting Watford. For this one, I've gone for a high-scoring 2-3 away win for Watford because I don't know if you've watched the last couple of Watford games, but they are on fire. Wigan recently have obviously lost the, their games, but they have been in with a shout with them. So I, I just think they're going to be a lot of end-to-end battles. Could be the other way around, but I'm going to edge it towards um, the Hornets. Jacob? 2 0 Watford. 2 0 Watford. Yeah, I've been on good form, Watford, and they had a right, they had a good derby win in their last game. So yeah, I can see them getting another win against Wigan. Yeah, but I mean, I, Wigan are on a four, three game loss streak. Uh, what about you, DJ? I'm going to go for a 1 um, 1 draw on this one. Okay. I think Wigan and to obviously they've, they've not had, they've had a bad, bad run of form so they need to pick things up a bit so uh, and I think they'll raise the game slightly for um um 
for uh, that match. And Joseph Billings, Billings replying saying DGW Stewart, he definitely wants Sunland to go down. I want Sunland to go down. No, that's not correct. So he oh. definitely wants to go down. I don't know. And DJ, it's when you said Norwich to get beat. I mean, he's saying stupid. Well, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, Norwich are a good side, but I just think, you know, we know what Alex Neal is like with these, with, with these results he gets. So... Well, to be fair, we have over the last few weeks seen Norwich are going to win all of their games, and they haven't. So if you're being fair about it, we're just putting the coin back to where they're doing it the other way around. Um. And on my, on my side, the question from Mike that's coming back to the Sunderland game is, will Bailey Wright get a go this weekend? I can't see why he hasn't been getting a go. Well, why do you, why do you think he hasn't? Tomorrow. Why can't they start him? I, I don't know why, but Tony Mowbray seems to prefer the attitude of Luke 9 over the attitude of Bailey Wright. And I think that's ultimately what it is it's down to that personal connection that Bailey Wright has with the gaffer like quality wise he's definitely at a position to be a centre back than Luke O'Nine Luke O'Nine that's not his natural position he's a centre mid Luke O'Nine he's, he's becoming the, he's becoming the defender that we want he's beco- Luke O'Nine is becoming the Glee Catamol right it's it, it's a strange situation to be in because we have been screaming up the front of the pitch to get people in the right position, but also at the back. We've got players that are fit that should be starting. It it does make me kind of confused as to why we aren't doing that. Um, you're on yeah. phone likes now as I've just pressed the like button. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. <coughs> Thank you for smashing the like on, on YouTube. Um, welcome along. Joseph also says, um, who's excited about Ellis seems to be back? And I've already answered what? that one saying, he's just asked, who's excited about Ellis seems to be back? Do, do you know um, what I, do you know what I read? I was reading it and I was like, Ellis seems to be back. Wait, we don't want that. That's just stupid for the club. I've, I read it as Ellis short. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck? No, um, I'm, I'm, I am kind of excited that Ellis Sims is match fit again. That it, it does make us that little bit more settled. Could you imagine just the Sims and Bennett partnership? How good that could be. Sims holding the ball up. Uh, even Bar. Just, I, I just think we need somebody big in the box to fight for the ball. We haven't had that for a couple of weeks, so I'm quite excited. Do you not think? Do you not think Sunland are really are really lacking a leader on the pitch? I like of a Kevin Ball. Have, 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 have we got a player, would you say, in that squad who's like a Kevin Ball? Um, or a mm-hmm. KD Catamall? Or... So, I, I like Lugo 9 in that kind of role. I also like Pritchard in that kind of role, but I think if Pritchard drops his head, everybody else drops their head. I don't rate Corey Evans in that role, but I don't know his personal relationship with the rest of the team. Um, he doesn't come across as a natural leader. Um... That's about it, really. I can't think of anybody else in our in our squad that screams leader. Obviously, skilled players, yeah. but not not like, yeah. Thank you. Yes, 
Um, what about you? Do you see anybody? No, I don't. Um, we, we, we need someone who's got that bit of nastiness in them um, to attack at their own players if they're not pulling the weight and getting them getting them hyped up on that. I don't see anybody at all. Do you know who I'd love to see doing that, though? Patterson. The keeper? The keeper. I think I, I, I know we've, there's very rare occasions where the keeper's been the captain for squads, but when the keeper is the captain for the squad, that squad absolutely demolishes teams. Um, it's, a, it's a really old example, but David Seaman, that kind of leader, he screamed at players when they weren't doing the jobs. And that kind of on the pitch, like, what the fuck are you doing, helps. Is that like, was that both Arsenal and England, or was it just... Yeah, it was, well, I mainly noticed it in England because I didn't really watch Arsenal all that much at that time, but for England, he was he was brilliant. I know there was other players that had the captain's armband during his tenure, but when he when he had that armband, even when he didn't have the armband, actually, it, it just commanded the, the quality of the players around him. But you don't, you don't, you don't see happens. any... Sorry, Jacob, carry on, lad. No, you go first, DJ. Ladies first. <laughs> um, it's been ages since we've seen somebody shouting at the Sunderland players and getting angry with the Sunderland players. You didn't, you don't see it, and I think it, it's a miss. I think it's needed. But, you know, you didn't see anybody shouting anybody out of position or if they're not trying hard enough or, you know... It's you've not you've not seen it for many seasons. I think we saw it a lot more towards the back end of last season. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, it it does just feel like it it's on the day. Like some people can pull it out. Yeah, looking at our squad, I think the people who have the like just the the gravitas to potentially do that, Ross Stewart. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Bailey Wright's one of those players as well. Oh, yeah. I'm just scrolling up. Bailey Wright, Daniel Ballard, and Danny Barr. I think maybe nine could be one of those as well. A player to say, no, let's stop pissing around. He's the baby-faced assassin, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So John is asked, who has Sutherland got tomorrow? So we are away from home to Luton Town. I said we would win this one 1-0. One Jacob said a 2-1 away win for Sunderland and DJ said a 1-1 one, one draw. And yeah, we'll see how that actually pans out. Uh, shall we, we're looking at around the hour mark or just approaching the hour mark. Do you want to go through what's happening next on your channel, DJ? Um. Well, yeah, obviously I'll be we're doing, the, the, doing the joint stream for the match. Um, tomorrow, and uh, I'll just be putting some um, just some random <laughs> clips, some funny clips and stuff up through the the week. So yeah, that's, that's what I'll be that's what I'll be doing. Perfect. Um, I, Jacob, are you doing anything with your socials, or just cracking on with what you've got going? Maybe just cracking on with what I'm going. I might just upload some. Maybe old TikTok, other TikTok videos onto me YouTube channel or something, but you know, that's what I've done with my YouTube channel. Uploaded old TikTok videos onto me channel. Got yeah. Um, 
Let me just read through. We've had a couple of messages. So Tiger and Dov are talking about the Liverpool game. Um, Tiger says he'll agree with a 1-1 or a 2-1 win. And John Han says he's a Chelsea supporter and he supports his home team, hometown team, Margate Football Club. I don't think just, I've ever met a Margate football football fan ever. <laughs> so, Joseph Billings says if we get beat tomorrow, we could move down to 20th. Yes, but all of the teams below us have to also lose. So, um, because Hull, Stoke, Blackpool, Wigan, Cardiff, and Middlesbrough have to lose, don't they? Just to do drop that law. I don't think that's realistic. Um, I have to win. Sorry. Um, yeah. Um, on my channel, we are doing the watch along for the game on. Um, SFC on Saturday at Luton. I think we're doing. Is there a game in the midweek as well? In November, when Wednesday? No, Wednesday the second of November at Huddersfield Town. So we'll be doing a watch along for that as well. There'll be another reaction slash prediction video before then, and um, this video will also be used as a Spotify podcast uh, called the Macam. Football show. If you do not catch the YouTube channel live stream, you can catch us on Spotify as well. Um, Adam Prince saying we'll win 4 0 and Tiger saying 3 0 Sunderland. So, yeah, <laughs> well, that's easy. We're getting goals left, right, and center because Ella Sims is back now. Um, yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll wrap up my stream there. Thank you very much, everybody, for being here. Um, you're all legends and Catch you on the next one. Thank you. Thank you. Catch you later.